0: You're listening to The Womanpreneur Podcast, Empowerment in Business and Life. Hello and welcome to The Womanpreneur Podcast, episode number four. My name is Melissa Motes and this is the lovely and amazing
1: Amanda McCune. Hi, Amanda McCune. Hi, Melissa Motz. I have
0: to ask, why are you wearing sunglasses and a bright pink feather boa today? Well, I decided to wear this today because our episode is going to be about authenticity. And uh, I just wanted to really be myself. And I can't think of any version of yourself that is truer than the one that's with sunglasses and a bright pink feather boa. Thank you. I think I'm going to start wearing this every day because uh, let me just take these off so that, you know, I can be one step more authentic. I actually want you to be able to see my eyes. (laughs) And if if these lights start to bug me after a while, I'll just put put these back on. But no, all kidding aside, uh, we've been talking a lot about authenticity and uh, what that exactly means. And pink is my color, girlfriend. <laughs> I have noticed. This has not shocked me in any way. <laughs> I'll, I like every shade of pink. I love rose gold. I love hot pink. I love fuchsia. <laughs> I, love, I love it all. And... It's just another
1: illustration of how Melissa Motes and I are completely contrasting at times because I don't want anything to do with pink at any point in my life.
0: But, you know, it, I wanna it works. See, I want to I see what you look like with this mm. feather boa. And maybe and, uh, later. M- maybe maybe later. You already made All me right. touch the feathers. I and know think I That was her, enough. I wanted her to feel how this is a really good quality boa. This is not a crappy thin one that you get at like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want to mention any names of stores that don't have quality boas, but you know you're out there. This came from the quality boa store. <laughs> anyway,
1: the quality boa store. Qu- oh, and and as she said that, our lights just dimmed and came back on. I don't know if the world can handle the true full version of your authentic
0: self. I know. Well, I I always say, uh, look out world, here I come, <laughs> and I do really think that. Uh, being authentic is important. And I know we talk about this before we even started rolling today, we were like sitting there talking about all these examples of authenticity and why it's important to be yourself and it's such a hot topic right now. Um, in, in all of this,
1: a lot of people are developing personal brands with social media yeah. and everything else. And you know, one of those key driving points is be yourself. Yeah. And it's got us to talking and wondering, well, why is it so hard to be yourself? Because, I mean, if we're just who we are, that shouldn't be so complicated. But right. we live in this world where... We do compare ourselves a lot and what we see all the time, you know, on social media, we can all sort of curate the version of ourselves that we want you to see. Um, For me, I don't post a lot of private stuff. Usually it's something work related. It's a cat or I'm at a concert and showing that. But as far as like my personal life, there's really not much that I share. And, you know, I, I definitely never post about anything negative because I'm right. not a believer in putting that out in
0: the world. Yeah. no, me too. But
1: even friends that I've had for <laughs> a long time, they'll see that. And I'm like, man, you're just out all the time doing all this fun stuff. And I'm thinking... How, how How is that? Like, well, I see it on social media. You're always out and about. And it's like, oh, well, because they only see it when I post something. They right. don't see the three weeks that went in between where I barely got off the couch. So it's that version that's portrayed and now you're laughing at me. But that's I'm okay, not laughing at you. Because it's that just... is, you know, but that's kind of part no. of it. So what we see out in the world isn't necessarily real, but we see what's out there and, oh, that person has something
0: and I want that, or I wish I could do that, but we're not really seeing the full picture. Right. Well, I think, uh, being on social media and sharing a part of your, your life is, you know, a nice thing. And I think it is nice to be able to, for me, share the positive moments and the things that inspire me or make me feel good that I want to kind of inspire other people. And, um, and I like to share some of the quiet moments too. Um, but you can't, I mean, I, you, I guess you can put everything on social media there if are you want who to. Do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I make a conscious effort that if I'm going to take the time to sit down and write a post and post a picture and, you know, whatever, I want it to be a moment that I'm going to look back on and feel really good about. To me, like my Instagram and my Facebook are almost like a personal journal for Mm me. Uh, I do it for myself. and. Um, obviously, other people are going to see some of my stuff, but the way I look at it is, hopefully, this makes someone smile. That's definitely my thought process in the way that I roll. That is definitely part of your personal brand, is making people smile. It, it is. But you know, um, it's interesting, this whole brand business and personal brand business, because uh, as like a voice actor, I remember for a long time struggling with, well, what is my brand? Who am I? My, you know, my authentic brand. And I thought my authentic brand is a voice a, a voice actor, or my authentic brand is a human being, or <laughs> my authentic brand of both of those things. I mean, they're all like kind of the same thing to me in my mind. Um, and it was just like in the last year or so that I really figured out how I wanted to just express that, you know, and. I will say that it actually took a little courage, which might be surprising, but going back to what you said, we all kind of compare ourselves, I think, in certain ways, and I catch myself, you know, mm-hmm. man, that girl, her thighs, holy cow, I need to do more leg work or this or that. It could be a physical thing, or it could be someone who just seems like they have got just their life so together. And there are moments I feel like my life is really together, and then there are moments where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hope I get a shower today, you know, and I remember to eat. Um, we all have our our things that we struggle with, but... Um, one thing for me was just being brave enough to just be really bold and just say, this is me, you know? And when I, when I made my website for my voice acting, um, I was like, this is it. I'm literally putting it all out there. I'm going to put my pink beetle in the picture. I'm gonna wear a really fun outfit and my retro glasses and my bring my mic and have my pictures done in front of the Lady Luck sign at the Neon Sign Museum. And I was like, and I don't care what anybody thinks. And I think that's a really big part of it is there are always gonna be people who hate is gonna hate, like they say. <laughs> um, Oh, well, yeah. you know, we don't care about what the haters think. We care about what the lovers and supporters think because that's what we're all about. And if you want to see what Melissa
1: is what or who she really is, go to ladyluckvoiceovers.com and you get a perfect version I mean, it's Melissa Moats and a website. Like, they've never—I don't think I've ever seen a website that so accurately portrays Thank somebody's you. personality. But you go on there, and it's vibrant, and it's just full of life, and that's exactly who you are, Thank and you. that's who I've known you to be for all these years that I've known you. But I, Thank you know, it's the, even when you've gone through tough times. Like, you're always putting that positivity forward, and that really is a big part of who you are. And I think that's why you and I have connected so well, because it's, you know, we're, we're, we're doers as we've been told, you know, bad things happen, but we figure out a way through it. you know, you still, we, we think it's important to give yourself time to, to deal with whatever happens, but you also sort of move on in a, in a way that's healthy. Yeah. And and I think that's a a big part of life is it's never perfect. Nope. It's never all, you
0: know, sunny. Perfect is boring. It is boring. You know, and it's not even real. It's, it's like no. perfect according to who, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And uh, I think we all need to just love ourselves more. And I think we all just need to say, yeah, you know, what, what was it from Saturday Night Live that they used to say, like? Um, more I'm, cowbell? No. <laughs> it was like. Was it the church lady? or Who oh, isn't would, that special? Oh, yes. <laughs> who, who, is, who is that? I forget The church now. lady is Dana Carvey. No, but no, but who oh. who used to say, like, doggone it. Oh, Stuart Smalley. Yes. Because yeah, I'm good like, enough. I'm smart enough. enough. And people <laughs> like me. Doggone Doggon it. People like it. me. Yeah. yeah, that. Stuart Smalley. That yes. is what I was referring to. <laughs> but, you know, why don't we look in the mirror and say that more often? Like, would it be weird to walk up to your mirror in the morning and brush your teeth and be like... You, you, are awesome.
1: You know, it, but who, who's there to judge you on it? Right. Only yourself. Or your cats. Well. Or my cats. But they're they're kind of judgmental all the time. Yeah. But it's it's funny Darn that you bring it. up cats. Like you are here in your bright pink feather boa. I am wearing my gray sweatshirt that uh, has a picture of a cat reading a book, and I did that intentionally for our authenticity episode because, you know, I always feel that I don't really care what other people think about me, to the extent that any human can really say that. I don't think any of us can say we don't care Right. truthfully, because right. it does, it affects us. And, you know, we want to be liked and appreciated and all of that. Sure we do. But for a long time now, I've, I've always been a cat person my entire life. From the time I was a kid, I was always collecting strays and doing all of that. I just have a sort of kinship with cats, I think, because our personalities are very similar. Yeah. Uh, we're the types that, you know, and if we want attention, we'll go out and we'll, we'll find it. And then when we're done, we're just going to go hang out alone and we'll come Nothing back alone. But, you know, there is such a stigma about cats. And they, they can, for whatever reason, this little animal is very polarizing. Like People who love cats really love cats. People who hate cats really hate cats. Yeah. And especially when you're a single woman of a certain age, the concept of having cats, it's like, oh, she's going to be the crazy cat lady. And I've always sort of been aware of that. And so it's almost like I kept the cat side of me to myself. Like I have two cats and I do have a two pet max. I will never have more than two pets, but I volunteer at the animal shelters. And I know that if I didn't have that rule, I would take them all home with me. Um, But it's, you know, I, I just sort of kept... That part away to sometimes people would say I didn't know you had pets. And I thought, well, you know, I, I just sort of try to keep quiet about that. And just at some point, it, not even that long ago, I just had this realization, and it's like, no, this is kind of a big part of my life. I love my pets; they bring me joy. So, you know what? I'm I'm a cat person, and I'm
0: okay with that. So. I think that's super perfect. You're oh, let see what you did picked. there. Okay. Hey, I'm <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Good one. Good Uh, one. Thank you. Pun intended. (laughs) Uh, One of the things that we were talking about before we started rolling, um, you made a point about your life, and then I made a point about my life regarding— um, you know, you said you've been asked before when oh. you're getting ready to go out on a date. You <laughs> yes. know, maybe you're gonna meet someone and go out for a nice dinner date, someone new in your life. And they're like, "Why aren't you putting on a bunch of makeup and wearing mm-hmm. a pretty dress, Amanda?" Yes, I Tell have been that.
1: accused is probably the best word of not making enough effort, and it always kind of made me laugh because it's you know, if if I am going out with somebody new. I need him to know what he's getting into. I don't want to waste my time or anybody else's time with some fake version of who I am, and set these standards that I'm not able to maintain. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to show up in my pajamas and not having showered for three days, but you know, I do. I'm, I'm pretty simple. You know, I don't wear a lot of makeup. I'm usually in jeans and a t-shirt. If I'm actually wearing real pants, which we've talked about, uh, if I'm not in my Pilates gear. Usually jeans and a t-shirt. I like to dress up when the occasion calls for it.
0: You've and worn sparkly or not sparkly dress. You wore like satin <laughs> dress
1: for me. I made an effort for for an occasion that Melissa Motes was being celebrated, and I, I like that to change it up sometimes and show yeah. that you know I, I can clean up when I need to. But as far as the day to day, I need that's part of me being true to myself, and I'm not. It's, it's tough in Vegas because Vegas girls are expected to be a certain way, but I'm not that. I'm just, I'm not comfortable wearing a lot of makeup. I don't even know how to do it. I don't know how to do my hair. So part of it is laziness. And part of it is just you know that's it's really not who I am. You just you're just being yourself. You're being true to you, and and I'm not apologizing for it either. And you shouldn't. If you know somebody is going to be in my life in whatever capacity, they need to accept me for who I am. Absolutely. Or not. And it's okay if the answer is not. You know, I'm not going to change for somebody else. I don't want somebody else to change for me. And that's a really big part of being true to yourself. And I think. It's why for I feel that it's important for people to spend time alone to really get to know who they are. Sure. Instead of trying to determine
0: who they are based on what others tell them they are or should be. Right. But, you know, that's just me. No, I think that's really <laughs> great. And I was sharing with Amanda that um, you know, over the years, so many people will say to me, you know, gosh, why are you so happy all the time? Or <laughs> Is she is this chick for real like cuz she's so happy all the time. And you know, I yes, I am this happy almost all the time. Maybe when I first wake up in the morning I'm a little bit crabby until I get my coffee, but I uh, I'm not a morning person. But honestly like I've I've thought I'm not going to change who I am because other people aren't comfortable with how happy I am. Could,
1: could you just be a little less happy? Could you tone me the happy bad. down?
0: Could you tone <laughs> the happy down? And um and one of the things you know that I've said too is like uh I we were just talking about social media a few minutes ago, sharing you know the good the bad and the ugly and um when I was going through a recent well not terribly recent it's been a few years now I've, I like being on this side of it now. But I was going through cancer, and um, you know, I I wanted to. Uh, I I worked really hard every day to maintain a positive attitude. It wasn't just this natural, you know, thing that just happened. It's it was a choice, a conscious choice that I made every day, and. Um, I felt like I needed to be really positive for myself, and I wanted to have a really happy body chemistry mm-hmm. because I really felt like that was going to help me, you know, get through all of that. And keeping a, a, you know, positive state of mind, I think, helps your body heal. And mm-hmm. I know it does, as a matter of fact, because I really do think that that was a big part of my going through my journey with with cancer. But, um, but I- I'll say don't apologize if you're a really happy person. Don't apologize if you're a really <laughs> grumpy don't. person. We need more but, happy people.
1: <laughs> right? And it's that that idea of controlling your mind in a positive way. It's something that I feel is really important um, and, and very possible. And it's not that you're trying to lie about anything, but when you make your habits, those of thinking positively and seeing the results, it becomes your nature to be that happy. And you don't let other people tell you how you can or can't be. And I'm glad Mm -hmm. that you you said that about, you know, your journey and sort of using that positivity to get out of cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandma has always been this huge inspiration to me and she's 94. And when she was you know, not, not very old. I mean, she's probably like her thirties or forties. I don't recall exactly, but she had this Hong Kong flu. She was paralyzed. And at the same time they found out she had MS.
0: They told her
1: then that she would never walk again. You know, that her life expectancy wouldn't be that long. Grandma's 94 now and she still walks. I mean, she has a walker and she, you know, she moves around and, you know, but she didn't take the medication. She didn't listen to the doctors and it wasn't, you know, for any reason other than her own belief in herself that she kind of got through that and is where she is. And, you know, I, I think that that says a lot. Like, not that doctors don't know what they're talking about, but sure. it's very easy when somebody tells you you're sick or something, you can't do something that gets in your head and then you believe that and
0: your actions reflect that. And sometimes it's hard to really dig deep and look within and say, no, I'm going to be the person who's going to tell me how this is going to go, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly. And, you know, that's amazing about your grandmother. I remember seeing some pictures of her on your Facebook or on your Instagram of her one of her recent mm-hmm. birthdays. It was really cute. Yeah. But um, she's a cute lady. But, yeah, I just think uh, authenticity, I mean, if you really think about the word being authentic, being genuine, being real, is it's just letting all of your awesome hang out you know it's it's just letting yourself giving yourself full permission to just be you and not worry about what other people think because i'm at a point in my life where i've you know really gotten comfortable with i know that i'm good to everyone in my life mm-hmm. i anyone that's in my life i love them fully I support everyone, I'm always cheering for everyone. I don't spend any time sitting around um, hating on people Mm -hmm. or judging people or thinking negatively about other people. Because number one, I don't like the way that makes me feel. Mm -hmm. And number two, if I'm gonna take the time to check out what other people are doing, I wanna support them, I wanna be happy for them. Um, And I think the whole authenticity thing, um, it just kinda comes down to Being honest and being honest with yourself, and being honest with all of the people who engage with you in your life, right? What do you think? Um, Oh,
1: definitely, definitely. And I think that applies to people in your life of all all kinds. Mm -hmm. You know, even as as business owners, when I'm working with a new client, I expect that same level of authenticity. I want them to know who I am. I want to Mm -hmm. know who they are, because if we're making the decision to work together. You know, I don't want to agree to take on a project or a client based on this perception of what I think they're about, which is really important to me. I'm Mm -hmm. actually, you know, one of the things I love about being self-employed is I get to choose who I work with and who I don't. Mm -hmm. And it's not all about the money for me. I want to work with people who share certain values with me who are also positive and just, you know, want to do good work. And I've had that happen before where I took a job under what I felt was sort of were false pretenses. And then I got to start working with this person, and I just thought, no, this is not who you were on the phone. This is not who you were in the meetings. This isn't even a product that we talked about. Like, this is not... Something I'm comfortable with, and I had to sort of excuse myself from the job. I found somebody else to take it on. Um, But then when I was talking to that person, he said, Oh, well, you know, if that's how they're going to be, I don't want to be involved in that either. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it could have saved all of us a lot of time if they had just been honest in the beginning. And that is how I feel about personal relationships too. It's let's just be honest with each other and save all that time. It's and it's so much easier than trying to be somebody they're not like that takes a lot of effort. And it does, I don't, I just don't have that in me. I don't know.
0: No, nope. no, nope. absolutely. I, um, <clears throat> today I pulled up a few quotes that I thought were really great. These are anonymous quotes. So, authenticity over everything. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't trade your authenticity for approval. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the that's things we're, yeah, we're touching on. And, uh, Let's see, what were some of the other ones that were really good? Um, authenticity, the courage to be yourself. So definitely, we just talked about that. Be fearlessly authentic. I, that one really resonates for me because it is. you do have to be fearless, I think, to kind of really let everything hang out. Oh, you sure. Know?
1: Like being vulnerable is scary. And mm-hmm. part of being real is being vulnerable. And I think that's a big part of why so many of us sort of hesitate to be yeah. true because yeah. then you're putting yourself out there and that opens you up for the judgment and the disapproval and everything else. Right. And it's, you know, sometimes that... I know for me, I, I hold certain things very close to my heart. I don't let a lot of people in and it's not for lack of trust so much as it is just... I like to handle my stuff on my own. Yeah. That's just, it's kind of the way that I... It's I how you roll. You know, sympathy and, and pity and all that makes me really uncomfortable. So I would rather just not let people in, but that, that's not great all the time either. And when it comes to the important things, I, I do share that. It's just with a sort of a small circle of people who I trust. Unless you ask me a direct question though, and then I'm pretty much an open book, and that's what people don't always understand. They're like, oh, well, I don't know that much about you. And it's like, yeah, you never asked. And I, don't ju- I just don't volunteer information is, is kind of my big thing. It's people in general, I think, like to talk about themselves, and I'm, I'm a listener. Sure. Except for right now, when I'm talking and you're just sitting there nodding at me, I'm listening.
0: <laughs> I'm being a good listener. You We're going to be talking about being a good listener on our um, an upcoming episode, yes. so we'll have to more on that. But um, I was I also wrote a few uh, things down about freely expressing yourself and being confident. Mm-hmm. I think being confident is another part of uh, authenticity. Yeah. Is just really. Feeling comfortable in your own skin and being comfortable with, you know, your ideas and and you know how you express yourself to be able to freely express yourself, mm-hmm. and that's what I was demonstrating <laughs> today. I'm freely expressing myself in all my pinkness. I'm gonna just put it out there though that I do feel like these feathers are sticking to my lip gloss a little bit, and <laughs> I'm so, so maybe <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I I made an observation that I want to share very candidly on camera today. So my parents were in town. In the last few days, I'm just stretching out my feathers real <laughs> for, quick.
1: for those of you listening. She's basically petting
0: her feather boa right now, I'm and-, it. and I'm just <laughs> getting it away from my lip gloss. It's not a good combo. But my, my sister had her baby. I have a new niece, and she was born uh, on the 28th, and it was just really awesome. Cute little, healthy, chubby, beautiful little baby girl named Emmeline. and my sister is doing great. So I'm really happy about that. But my parents were here. And uh, my dad was watching a couple of episodes of our podcast with me. Yeah. And just to kind of preview a little bit, mm-hmm. like not the whole episode, but like few you know, first few minutes, yeah, I was like, <laughs> Dad, this is our podcast. Check it out. Da, 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 da. And I hadn't really sat down and super watched, you know, an episode. and uh, I made a few observations about myself. And then my dad, You know, he was really watching closely. And at the end of the episode, he said, I have two comments for you. And I said, what are those, Dad? And he said, number one, your logo is so beautiful. And he's like, make sure you can see more of this awesome part of your logo because we were blocking it before. Oh, okay. So I want to give a quick shout out to Tara Kelly who designed the amazing logo for us that we love so much. She's an amazing womanpreneur. Ah, She is. And thank you for doing that for us, Tara. Um, And then my dad also said, I feel like you're holding back. Mm. And I said, I am holding back because I'm super uncomfortable. And he's like, what are you uncomfortable about? And I said, I don't know, I just feel sort of vulnerable when I'm on camera because I'm not usually on camera. I'm usually behind a microphone, and I have no problem expressing myself. And I'm I'm comfortable speaking in front of groups of people. I'm comfortable singing. I used to be a cruise director. Like, none of that stuff freaks me out. But, like, some little camera and these lights, like, it just made me feel super uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and so I was being sort of shy like I felt like I was really holding back in the way that I was expressing myself and I was having a hard time really concentrating on what I wanted to share and today is the first time that I actually feel totally fine like I'm not afraid of you camera (laughs) see you she's got this (laughs) see you right there and see me right here in my pink feather boa don't even care.
1: I, you know it's ironic because a big part of my job as a producer is to make people feel comfortable on camera, and it's because irony. It's for, for, right, for most people, especially when you're not a professional actor, once you get in front of the camera and it's pointed at you and these lights are on you, it's really uncomfortable. And it's sometimes you've got a whole crew of people around you, and it's just then you become very hyper aware of everything you're saying and doing, and what oh wait what are, what am I do, what am I doing? with I my know. hands. I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. And so part of what I do is to talk to the people beforehand, sort of get them loosened up, you know, make them laugh a little bit, show them, you know, that it doesn't have to be that scary. Sometimes I'll even stand behind the camera just slightly so I can make eye contact with them so they're not looking straight at the camera. Yeah. But now here it is, like now I'm the one in front of the camera and I don't have a me over there saying, oh, you should be more comfortable. It's okay. So I'm trying to, get over that a little bit, but it's it's a little bit Do you bit feel better weird. today on episode four? I do. I do. You know, I, I think it's, you know, like anything else, over time it gets easier. Um, I'm very mm-hmm. confident about our topics and what we're talking about, and it's nice yeah. that you're here with me. That that helps a well, whole lot, too. I like
0: that we're here together talking and just sharing because, <clears throat> you know, you and I were emailing in the last few days. We email a lot of days. A little bit. Most days. <laughs> a lot of days. <laughs> Many lots of days. Um, and... <laughs> That was the day that I told you, it's Catterday. Day. Oh. Happy Catter Day. This <laughs> <laughs> being. Authentically myself. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, I, I was just laughing about Catterday because you didn't really jump in earlier when I was talking about cat people to say, oh, I'm a cat person too. You didn't give me your support. And that I matter. didn't want to make it about me.
0: I didn't want to make it. I didn't want to make it about me. It was we we're talking about you and your cats. I do have an old cat named Gizmo. He's almost 19 and he's amazing. But, um, so sorry to cut you off there, no. but since we're talking about support, yeah, and I think that's a
1: big part, and you you and I were talking about it a little bit before. But there's this thing that happens a lot. And I feel like women do it more than men. I'm not sure. But We're not being as supportive of each other as we can in this sort of quest to be authentic, and I I noticed it. You know, I I do because a lot of what I do has to do with advertising and marketing and all of that. I work with, you know, with production companies and things, so I do try to pay attention to what's out there. And of course, with social media, we see all those ads out there. And just the other day, you know, I was I, I was scrolling through and I saw this ad for a bathing suit, and I noticed the model on it. I'm like, oh, man, she's kind of flat chested. That's really nice because we don't really see. That in models a lot, and as a proud, you know, small chested girl, I thought, wow, that's really nice to finally see somebody like me out there. However, the comments on this ad were brutal you know, you need to get some real models or show somebody who has curves, and like real women should, you know, would never fit into this. And I just thought, well. But I'm real too. Um, I'm not phony. Yeah. And I, I get we, we were tired of everybody being represented as these super thin, super fit, perfectly shaped and Air, poised per- perfectly women. Perfectly airbrushed. But that doesn't <laughs> mean that, that we should hate on anybody who's different and sort of go the opposite direction. Right. And that I just thought was, you know, and then on the, on the other side, I saw another one and it was an ad for some running shorts and the, it just showed the shorts and a woman's leg and the leg had cellulite on it. And I thought, that's pretty cool because that's you know pretty realistic same thing the comments were brutal like some were applauding it and like it's really great that we're showing different types of bodies in here now and some of them were just like I don't want to see that and it's There's so many mixed messages and it's no wonder that it's so hard to just say, this is who I am. I'm going to accept me. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to, you know, do what I can with what I have. And that's okay that I don't look like that person or she doesn't look like me. And I think we get further ahead and help everybody when we support each other and compliment each other and say, this is something good about you instead of, eh. I know. You know. Let's let's tear each other down so we feel better I know. about ourselves. Well,
0: I, I think weird. that when you do um, spend a lot of time and attention nitpicking other people, um, you know, I, I wonder what kind of conversation are you having inside your head about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just it. We we should support each other, and I personally applaud women who you know are. are putting these pictures up of themselves mm-hmm. on Instagram oh, um, yeah. I I do follow a a few gals who, uh, you know, have had babies or have had really significant weight loss. And, you know, they'll show their stretch marks and their, you know, their fit bodies. And this one gal in particular, um, I can't remember her her, uh, Instagram name off the top of my head. I think it's Ashley. (laughs) There's feathers feathers flying in Feathers are are flying. flying. (laughs) uh, Anyway, Uh, she had this picture of herself in her, um, her workout gear and her workout pants and you know, she's like all smooth and perfect and beautiful. And she was, you know, showing that, you know, she was fit and she'd lost all this weight. And then in the next picture you slide, she had her pants and she like pulled the front part of her pants down and you could see all this loose skin and all of her stretch marks. And she's like still beautiful. You know, that's what she said, you know, beautiful and then still beautiful. And I love that there are women that are showing, you know, not only – quote unquote imperfections, mm-hmm. but they're doing it in a confident way to kind of set an example and saying, Hey, guess what? I'm keeping it real. I'm being mm-hmm. authentic. Right. And keeping it real in general. And uh, I think that that we should all, you know, uh, you know, keep it as real as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, tough too,
1: you know, and it's, but it's, I think we're getting better overall we like do. a society because more people are stepping forward and, and doing things like that. Or, yeah. you know, this is how I look without makeup or, you know, here's how much of a difference lighting and the right poses and everything makes right. because it, a lot of it's just not, Real. Like, yeah, you can you can, you know, suck things in and you can twist your body in a certain way and look like you've got a six pack and then two seconds later it'd be like, Look at all the food I ate, you know? Yeah it's, it's it's all it's all kind of phony. And there's a lot of celebrities who are stepping out and doing more about showing, you know, actually criticizing magazines that are photoshopping them and yeah. doing certain things. And I think that's important because so many impressionable women and you know, people actually not just women are seeing what's out there in the media and everywhere else and, and saying, you know what?
0: This is just the packaging. This is just the packaging. This has nothing to do with what's going on inside. Now, I think this is our vessel in life and we should take care of ourselves. You know, we Mm -hmm. talked about self-care a few episodes ago. And, you know, we should take care of our bodies and and you know, you know, present ourselves in the best way we can to the world. Also just For ourselves to feel good, you know, and to, I think when you take good care of yourself, you feel better. And I think that shows up in everything that you're doing in your life. But it's, this is the packaging, you know, and um, I feel like why are we all sitting around and worrying so much about what everybody's packaging is looking Mm -hmm. like, you know, and going back to the supporting thing, Instead of, you know, I, I read a lot of people write really negative, nasty things on, you know, Facebook feeds or Instagram feeds or whatever. And they're like, you know, like being really critical, like mm-hmm. you were saying about people making comments about that girl's bust size or whatever. It's like, remember what we were taught as kids? Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't <laughs> right? say anything at all. <laughs> like, why do we have to be so mean? You know, I, yeah. I'm saying we, like, I do it. I don't do we it. I don't do it. No. I, I would be the person on the feed, like, you're amazing. (laughs) I think your boobs look awesome. (laughs) Good job. Good boobs. You know, (laughs) like seriously, I think your boobs are perfectly awesome. I don't know, whatever, or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Or I have cellulite. I'd be like high five on the mm -hmm. cellulite girlfriend. I like it. It looks just like mine, (laughs) but whatever. So, but yeah go ahead. No, I I like it. And
1: I, you know, that's one of the things that has always been a big part of our friendship. You know, we're both that way. You you and I will support everybody. It's like, you want to do this? Okay. How, how can I help? Let's go do it. And it's that, you know, I, nobody would ever accuse me of being a cheerleader per se, but I am very supportive of people. But you are a
0: cheerleader. And one
1: of my biggest goals is just, if you have a passion project, or if you have something that you really want to do, you can do it. Let me help you you figure out how or you know mm-hmm. that's because i i get inspired by that i'm i feel like i've sort of captured a few of those moments on my own so you know, if somebody says, oh, I want to do this thing, but I don't know, and, and you're sort of insecure about it, that's where I step in. And it's like, OK, you can do it. Let's let, let's figure out how. And that's not that I'm going to take it over. But that's, you know, I'm right here. If you need me, if you need a little help or support or guidance or you just need a vent or whatever it is, because I find that that is just I mean, and that's authentic to who I am. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't have to be the center of attention i don't have to be in charge i can be those things if i have to but i'm just as happy you know saying oh melissa's doing this great thing i'm gonna go support her right now and let's yeah. make it about her or what excuse Sh- me sure. i just forgot how
0: to swallow there for a second it's okay it happens Ooh, to i got the excited best of us. <laughs> Here, let me support you and go ahead try it again i'm just <laughs> no, <kidding. laughs> i'm gonna drink some water while you talk yeah though. do it yes. no um a couple of things were kind of popping in my head as you were talking earlier and, um, you know, this whole authentic, authentic, authentic. Um, even as a voice actor, I see a lot of uh, specs and direction from clients who hire me and other voice actors to do performances. And one of the biggest um, pieces of direction I see all the time is uh, we're looking for an authentic voice. Well... All of our voices are authentic, but really they want an authentic performance, one that just means keeping it real, you know, really believable, down to earth, um, just uh, not a put on, you know? So I think that's another thing too, you know, talking about the opposite of of being authentic is, you know, being false or fake or, you know... P- pretending you are someone that you aren't. Uh, and a lot of times that's just done out of insecurity. You know, yeah. if, if you're insecure, you feel like you have to be a chameleon. You know, it's like whoever you're with, um, you know, you have to, you know, be a different version of yourself t- to please them or that's what you think you have to do. Um, but uh, for going back to to voice acting for a minute in, in, in business with for my life with voice acting is, being authentic and being real is I'm reading a script and I'm just letting my Melissa-ness come through in the script, right? And a lot of people say or ask, isn't voice acting so competitive? And I don't think it's competitive at all because I feel like the only person I'm competing with at that moment is myself because I'm either going to give a performance that is true to me or not. And one of the things that I think a lot about as a voice actor is um, I don't want to do, I don't want to put it on, you know, be a do a put on in my performance. I just want to be myself, my authentic self, because. All of my reads have a lot of optimism in them, in my performances. And if I wasn't allowing my true essence, my true optimism to come through, you know, I would be doing myself a great disservice Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't be booking all the work that I'm booking because people are looking for a natural (laughs) smile. They're looking for a natural smile and they're looking for, uh, you know, real raw optimism. Well, I am real raw optimism and I'm not going to feel bad about that. But I'm also, I also realize that I can't be everything that everyone would want me to be in casting, right? right. So when I'm doing voice acting, um, I I owe it to myself to bring myself to every performance that I do. So to me, authenticity is every time I'm performing and every time I'm creating, I'm trusting my heart, I'm trusting my gut, I believe myself, and I'm just being really raw about what I'm doing. and if i'm the right person for the for the job then i'm the right person for the job and if i'm not that's okay somebody else was being their authentic brand or their authentic you know doing their authentic thing that got them noticed so anyway just to kind of relate it to myself and what i do as a voice actor I always am myself. I will always bring my real essence to what I do.
1: But what you just said applies not just to voiceover, that's life. If you treat your life the way that you are, well, if everybody treats their lives the way you treat your voiceover jobs, right? like that, because that's exactly what it is. We can't be everything to everyone all the time and that's okay. It would be exhausting. Yeah. And it's, you know, for, for me, it's always, I, I get, you know, awkward or quirky or all those things. And I don't think of those as insults. I don't. You know, I say them about myself and I don't mean it in any kind of self-deprecating manner. I'm really awkward at times and I'm quirky and I'm a little bit weird and that's okay because those are those personality traits that have gotten me to where I am in life because I have this weird, see there, I just said weird, but you know, it's that difference in that I work with creatives, but I'm a manager and you know, there's been sort of this perception that to, you know, to be business smart, you have to have a certain you know, you've got to wear pencil skirts and you've got to, you know, just be stuffy and, and rigid and mean all the time or bossy. And that's not me. And the reason I've been so successful in management is because of my weirdness, my quirkiness, my ability to relate to normal people and especially creatives who are the people I work with primarily, (laughs) but they, you know, they, they don't see me as, oh, this scary person in charge. It's like, yeah, she's just one of us. She just knows a few more things about business. We don't want to deal deal with that stuff anyway. So let's let her do it but we still have fun. And that's really how my career has skyrocketed. It's from owning my weirdness and saying, you know what? I can be smart and creative at the same time. I don't have to pick one. I'm not going to pick one.
0: Yep. And and what kind of a womanpreneur are you? So, or a <laughs> The question is, you know, man, for Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that just still makes me laugh. <laughs> I love that word. I love, I love uh, word combos. Mm-hmm. I love like what do we call those mashups? What are they? What are they? Word combo mashup sounds good to me. <laughs> I I want it to be a like. A, there's a word I think for it when you mash up two words into one word. I don't. Anyway, really have the I don't know. Right now. My point is. I don't even know what my point is. My point is, (laughs) you know, I think, too, when you're a business owner, uh, I I don't know. Do you ever feel like sometimes people take themselves a little too seriously and they have to super put on this major persona like, Mm -hmm. I'm a business owner, so I have to act this way, you know? Um, One of the things that I've figured out over the years is, same thing with you, is I can still be super nice and super loving and hug everyone and not... I don't know, I don't know, be bossy Mm -hmm. to uh, run a business and have an amazing tribe around me of people who uh, are a part of, you know, everything that we're doing together and building together. Um, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot to be said for just being you can be an entrepreneur you can be a business owner you can grow things and build things and do it with a big smile on your face and a lot of love in your heart and if you're feeling that way that doesn't necessarily mean that you're weak because i think sometimes people perceive kindness and smiling and loving and you know for me i'm a super huggy person <laughs> and you know sometimes my voice will go up three octaves with a, (laughs) you know, I'm so excited to see somebody, Um, but I don't care if somebody perceives that as me being, they might think I'm weak or an airhead or too happy or whatever. I don't care. Too happy. I, I already, I know what I'm doing. And um, I'm being me and I'm doing my thing. And uh, I don't know. I just I, I just wanted to kind of make that point that being kind and being loving does not mean that you aren't strong and amazing and smart and business savvy. Um, so I don't know. That's I think that's maybe just like a nugget of food for thought is if you're a business owner, um, you know, you you should really be aware of letting i think your true essence just come to the surface because i think that's just going to help you attract more of what what it is you're really trying to achieve or wh- whatever you're searching for and wanting to do you know you're going to bring it in more if you really be yourself mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad you said that because, you know, there's two reasons that I've always felt that if somebody underestimates me, it's why. Number one, is because I'm quiet. And number two, it's because I'm nice. And people don't associate those two traits with being good in business. But those two traits are exactly why I'm good in business because it, uh, it's people skills. Being nice is a good way to connect with people. They want to work with you when you're kind because who wants to work with somebody who's mean to them all the time? And who runs businesses but people? You can't, I guess, unless something's completely automated, but even then there's a person involved. But most business involves people, so connecting with people is a huge part of it. And they're much more likely to help you and to work with you if you're kind. And the quiet thing, you know, again, I, I sort of choose my words carefully. I don't speak up until it's important, but when I do, it's, then people stop and listen because I don't j- talk just to be heard. I sort of gather information, I observe, I you know, do what I do in my head, and then when I talk, I'm very clear and precise and direct about what message I'm trying to get across. That's how business runs well.
0: And Absolutely. Those two things are
1: exactly why I've done as well as
0: I have. I think that's awesome, and I think too, that people trust you a lot more when you are unapologetically being yourself and when you are comfortable in your own skin and you just let all of your your awesome hang out or Keep, you're weird or you're weird or you're awkward <laughs> or your are cat lovingness or you are Feather boa. And it's look at all these weird feathers all over me. Her white shirt sort of is weird. going to be very um, pink and fluffy for I'm gonna a need, while. I'm going to need a lint roller, a feather <laughs> lint roller, whatever. Um, <laughs> all I can say is be yourself because mm-hmm. what was the, was, the quote? This is a really good way to wind her down. It
1: is. One of my, my favorite quotes from Oscar Wilde is be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. Or maybe it's everyone else is already taken, but it's, it's that it's, you know, just be who you are because there's only one of you.
0: Absolutely. So why I, not be the best one of you you can be? Yeah. Let all of your, you, your Eunice. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's,
1: there's a Dr. Seuss quote about your Eunice. Will
0: you read it? Cause I liked I your, I liked your Dr. Seussness. Yeah. We can. Okay. This is a Dr. Seuss.
1: Today. You are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you.
0: There you go. I love it. And don't talk about it. Be about it. My husband is dancing (laughs) behind the camera right now, being unapologetically mm -hmm. himself. Uh, He's being very authentic right now. He is. And And he's authentically telling us it's time to wrap up. (laughs) Hey, thank you all for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast Episode 4 I don't know about you, girl, but I'm feeling super good. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. Can we high five on it? We can high five on it. Ooh. Boom. Catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Woman for Newer podcast. Until next time, you've got this.